Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, a.k.a. Girl from Harlem. And what's up? This is Ray Daniels, the culture referee. Let's get it. All right, now. Um, so you just were saying something pretty slick. And speaking of Jim Jones, he wow, once said... Okay. Rappers have the most dangerous job in the world. Do you um, agree or disagree? And why? Ah, that's hard. I disagree. I didn't expect you to say that. No, I disagree. Um, I think that rappers do have it hard, but I don't think it's enough of them. Like, I mean, like how many rappers, famous rappers do it's you know? It's the glasses. Okay, I'm sorry. How many famous rappers do you know? Maybe one and a half. That's my point. So it's like, I'm not saying that it's not a hard job, but to me, it's just not enough to say it's hard. It's the dangerous job. I think the most dangerous job in the world is being a police officer, personally. I, I would I mean, not want to do that. I mean, like, you got to understand rappers encounter hate, they encounter violence, but they also get to control the environment they enter in, whether they enter in with the right crew, the right security, you know, bulletproof cars. I mean, if you have money, your job is not really that hard. I'm just being honest with you. So somebody's paying me $200,000 to show up somewhere. Like at that moment, I get to say who comes, who doesn't come, how I enter, my access, all of that shit I control. But Selena got killed on stage. Who? Selena. Selena. She didn't get killed on stage. Selena didn't hug. That's just how the movie went? They lied to us in the movie? What the heck? No, she didn't. She That's didn't. what I get for paying attention to She movies. didn't get killed on stage. Oh. She got killed by someone in her entourage. Yeah, I thought she did it on stage. No. My childhood was a lie. Yeah. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm I'm pretty sure that's not what happened. I'm I'm positively sure. My feelings are that footage now. would be somewhere in the world. That literally was like traumatizing no. as a child watching Selena. No, no. I don't think rappers have the hardest job. I think police officers do. They are encountering everything and a lot of people in certain communities hate them so they have the hardest job to me the most dangerous job how do you raise your kids to deal with police mine yeah um i don't i don't really i don't know i haven't had that conversation yet and i don't i don't think i have to my son acts a lot like me so you know i deal with police the way i deal with anybody else they're human i'm not afraid of them i don't I'm not afraid of them. I'm not like, oh my God, they're going to kill me. I don't think like that. I'm sorry. I'm horrified of police. I'm not. But see, I think that's programming. But how it's also, how, I grew up in the hood. Many, I've never seen them I grew save up anybody. In the hood too. I've it, never seen them save anybody. But what I'm saying is, is that they are human. Treat them like humans. I've literally been pulled over by police because I was running from them. Like I've been, like I'm crazy. Like I literally have been driving in my car and I saw a car on my ass and I just was like switching lanes without telling nobody. I just, you know, you, you, no indicators. I just switched the lane. And police pulled me over and was like, sir, do you know why I pulled you over? And I was like, I'm pretty sure because I was switching lanes. He said, exactly. Why were you doing that? I said, because you was on my ass. 
I don't know. I'm from the hood, bro. I don't. I'm trying to escape. I'm thinking everybody out to get me. Mm-hmm. I don't think just the police out to get me. I think everybody's out to get me. And he just bust out laughing and was like, "My bag, just go on." I'm like, "Of course, I'm switching lanes. Because if you switching lanes without hit your indicators, that means you following me. Mm-hmm. I got to get the hell away from you. Mm-hmm. You should have put your goddamn lights on. Then I wouldn't have switched lanes. But you didn't. So yeah, I'm, I, I got away. The other day we talked about an NFT rapper, right? And you thought it was pretty smart at the time. I still think it's smart. If it's done the right way, but we'll talk about that in a second. So the NFT rapper pretty much got signed because they had a bunch of followers on TikTok. The black community went into uproar um, immediately because they said it was offensive to culture. The NFT lacked awareness and diversity, and they ended up being dropped by Capitol Records. Um, What do you think about the whole situation? Um, I would say this. I think it's a brilliant idea. But I think this is why you need people from the culture in every room. This is why inclusion matters. Because if I see a character and he's saying the N-word, the first question I'm going to ask is, whose voice is that? Mm -hmm. If I saw a cartoon and I see and I'm saying the N-word, I'm already like, who voice is that? To me, it, to me, this is like what the new blackface looks like. Mm. You know, putting it behind a, a character and then using the word. First of all, here's the problem. Shout out to Capital because they did the right thing. But we got to stop where we are. Fuck Capital. TikTok needs to drop the kid. Ooh. Instagram needs to drop the kid. YouTube needs to drop the kid. That character as a whole needs to be dead. Not just with Capital Records. Anywhere that character exists and it's a person that we know doesn't look like the person he's portraying, saying the word, he need, that character should be dead, period. It's past Capitol Records. We keep saying boycott Capitol. Fuck boycott Capitol. Boycott anybody who gives him a platform and a voice and promotes it. He should be dead on YouTube, TikTok, everywhere. That's the truth. I totally agree. This reminds me when YSL was trending when... Um they all got locked up and Twitter was like fashion designer. And we were like, bruh, does nobody at TikTok, is nobody at TikTok, I mean, at Twitter black, like do they not what's going on? Like it's not because a fashion designer, it's because Luchi and them got locked up or whoever is YSL. But <laughs> they didn't have, I'm sorry, I can't keep up with the gangs Thug. who they belong Thug to. But it was Labels, the fact. Labels, not gangs. Well, okay. <clears throat> excuse me, let's get it right. It was just the fact that Twitter is such a big company like that who was one of the people saying, we're going to be diverse. We're going to hire diversity. They don't even know why trending topics are trending. Like, are y'all even Googling? Are y'all even searching why this thing is trending? So I agree with you. We do need people of color in all rooms. No, not just people of color. We need inclusion. I'm not going to sign a female artist without females in the room. I'm not going to sign a black artist without black people in the room. I'm not going to sign a pop artist, a white country artist, without having white people in the room from that culture. I don't understand it. If, if, if If you are trying to be in any kind of business, first of all, I think capitalism is good, right? Capitalism is good, but it's good when it's done right. You have to have inclusion, period. You have to, not just, I'm not saying black, I'm saying black inclusion. I'm saying if you in Nashville and you making country music, you don't need a black person in the room. Unless you got a black country artist, then you, you, you need somebody in the room that can speak on that. Period. Inclusion is good for everyone, not just black. It's, we, need, uh, we need people like the people we're trying to sell to in the room. Agreed. Speaking of signing, Offset and P are having like a big battle right now on Twitter. Shout out to P. I've been knowing him for years. 
I used to beg Pete to intern for them. No, Pete. I've been knowing Pete for years. I hate that they going through that. And I guarantee you, if him and Offset sat down in the room, the shit would go away. The only people that win when artists and lay label beef is the lawyers or the person who's trying to break them up. So I guarantee you, P and Offset get in the room, the shit will go away. Offset literally told them, like, I haven't spoken to P in two years. And that's why, and that's why we know what's going on in the, in the world. P, the, listen, Offset, talk to P, sit in the room with him. It's that simple. Like, I hate when, like, because this is how I look at it. If, I feel like I'm a real nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in my turn. And I know P a real nigga. I don't know Offset, but I know it. So I'm like, if you a real nigga, two real niggas sit in the room, they could come to a conclusion and shake hands and go their separate ways. But you know what makes no sense to me? They were so into how much they loved quality control and how they managed their career that they were willing to bring Cardi B over there from her old management team. So at some point, everything was going right. So like, weird, like how does stuff start going wrong in these situations? Stuff start going wrong because it's, it's like this. Artists come to you, and I'm speaking figuratively speaking, they come to you as an infant, almost. Like, help grow me into something that the world loves. And then they grow and they grow, and then they want to be their own man. Mm-hmm. And when they want to be their own man, then instead of, you know, having a conversation, then it's like what May said. May said, he said, Puff treated him like, he was like, all my peers was big dudes, and he wanted to keep me here. That's usually what it is. It's like, yo, bruh, can we switch it up now? I'm a little grown. I want to do mm-hmm. shit my own way. And this is the thing. What, we got to stop beefing with each other because the companies at the top always win. Like, Period. Like, so for me, when that happens, it only happens because usually somebody get in your ear. It's like Lil Wayne and Baby when they was beefing. Dog, they were beefing. They was in court, court, lawyers, everybody. And then they get in the room and it's over. Bruh, if we started as family, if the family is the common denominator. And what I believe with Offset and P is, from my perspective, is that the dream was the common denominator. They all was in it together because they all had the same dream. They've acquired the dream. So now you got people like, there's more, there's more, there's more. And to me, it's like, if there is more, sit down and talk about it. But the family should never publicly feud. I got family members that I don't fuck with. I don't tell the world. I'm not going to tweet. I don't like my cousin such and such. Why would I do that? I got people in the business that I don't fuck with. But I'm not going to tweet about it. Like, I'm going to talk to you about it. Period. Let's talk. Speaking of tweets, Missy Elliott recently tweeted. She said, I have a question. I knew this was coming. Go ahead. You, you Go didn't ahead. know nothing. What am I about to say? About hits versus Oh, boo, he does know. So you records. better be prepared then. Go ahead. Is there a difference between a hit and a classic record? Yes or no? And if so, what is the difference? A hit can be trendy. A hit can work for the time. So what's a hit right now? A tr- what you mean? Like, give me an example. I'm just trying to. Um, like, give me an example of what would be considered a hit right now versus a um, classic record. Like, what do you think is a hit right now? What's a classic record? I'm just trying to grasp. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna make it a little. I'm gonna make it easier, so don't like I'm being biased. I'm gonna pick my favorite rapper, right? Okay. Um, Jay Z, right? Jay Z's biggest hit record is Empire State of Mind. Mm -hmm. Crazy record, smash, right? Um. It's probably going to last the test of time because Hove lasted the test of time. But then I would use a song like, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. It's like, that wasn't a hit, but it's cultural as fuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So to me, a hit 
can be based on the numbers. It can be based on the, the time it came out. Um, like, like it's funny because uh, when you think about Rick James, what's his biggest record? Super free. Ask me stuff. Super free. She's a super free. Super free. Yeah, but that was like that was like a joke. That song was a joke. He did it as a joke. It was like, you know, like I'm doing this right now. Rick James personally hated that song. Yeah, because he did it as a joke. He didn't expect it to be go so big, but it did. So to me, I would say a hit to me is trends. Like a a classic to me is a record that could come out right now and work right now. Period. Like can it work anytime? So what could stand the test of time? Hit stand the test of time or classic stand the test of time? Well, a record could be a hit, but it's not a classic. There we go. That's what I'm saying. Like a record could be a hit, but it's not a classic. It could be a it could be a hit because of the time it came in on. All right, give me an example of Drake. Give me an example of a hit versus a classic for Drake. I think a, a trendy record for Drake to me is Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. That feels very trendy to me. Like, it's like, I don't even know if he performs that properly. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when, I don't think nobody goes to a Drake show to hear him perform. Well, now Hotline Bling, you know, it was like, it was a trend. It was like, it worked in the moment. Um, um, and then I would say a record like, what's the, what's the record that he did? Oh, fuck. I'm going to give you, I want to say start off. No. That's what I wanted him to say. That's why I, I was want to say that. No, I, was, I didn't want to say that. I was going, cause I said that I, I referenced that before. I would probably say, what's the Drake, um, I, what's the Drake record, baby? You're my everything. Yeah, Yo, I, I ever wanted. Want so like Hotline Bling probably charted way higher than Best I Ever Had. But best I ever had is probably the record that lasts the test of time. To me, hits can be trendy. It could be like it's funny because I love the um I'm gonna use a record. Like I love the Nicki Minaj Super Freak um record that she did. Crazy. But and I think it's a hit, by the way. But I think that and or the Nicki Space Starships, what's the song? Star she had a song, Starships, right? Starships, Starships. right? Starships. Exactly. Like that's that was a hit. I don't think Nikki performing Starships. Yeah. I don't think people coming to, like, it was a hit. It worked for the time. It worked. It was big. But I think, and I think artists are intentional. Like, I think when an artist makes a song, they're like, I know this song is for today. But I know this song is for ever. So when you look at Nikki Starships, Starships were meant to fly. That shit ain't nothing like. Ill, he real, he might have a deal, and not like that super bass record. That's like that shit is gonna be around for the next hundred years. Like super bass is incredible. Definitely teaching my kids the words of super bass. So yeah, I think a hit is a hit to me can be trendy, and a classic record lasts the test of time. Some records don't age well. So we were having a discussion, and we seen something trending on the internet, and it went something like, music has far more spiritual impact than movies, and they refer to rappers as soldiers of the devil. How do you feel about that? That came from that clip of uh, that guy. I feel, like he's, I feel like he should shut the fuck up. And I don't usually say that, but and here's why I think That's he should why be I didn't quiet. Say his name. No, 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 no. Here's why I think he should be quiet. Let me tell you why, because I'm not that... I don't think you should speak on anything that you're not culture you're you're, you're not connected to, mm-hmm. right? So it's like if you gave me something about country music, all I can say is that's a good song. That's not my world. Every I don't black understand, and white. Right? That, I don't understand that world. So just because this guy, I think his last name was Whitlock, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, because he felt like he's black 
to all the white people in the world, all black people can't, some black people can't speak for our culture. And that's just the truth. And he's one of those guys that can't. I'm not saying hip hop didn't do bad. I'm not saying hip hop didn't do wrong. But I think all cultures have had good and bad sides. But what I am saying is that hip hop has been, hip hop is the number one uh, currency and outlet for black people to make money. Nobody has made more millionaires. No, what's the word? No, uh, I'm not looking for the word. Entertainment based? No, not entertainment based. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, man, I'm going blank. Blank, 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 blank. Industry. Okay. No industry, no industry has made more millionaires, for more black people millionaires than hip hop. Agreed. Whether it was music, it was uh, fashion, it was podcasting, whatever it is, that was our outlet. So for me, for you to speak on that, you don't understand where they come from. So what was the other option? To be like you? No, motherfucker. They was their, they was their true, authentic selves. So for you to say Tupac and whoever else served the devil, that's whack. That's bullshit. I don't. I don't. I do think hip hop has done wrong. I'm not gonna say we haven't contributed to some some wrong in our culture, because but everything has. I mean, everything has a good and a bad. Too much water can hurt you. <laughs> You're learning that. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, anything can hurt you. But for him to say that they serve the devil, come on, man, be quiet, bro. Them dudes was black men who were trying to change their stars. And they talked about what they knew. And it worked. Tupac has inspired me way more than he has. Who the fuck are you? Like, who the fuck are you to say what Tupac has done? He's done way more for more black people than you have. So until you out on the front line trying to invoke change... Be quiet. But I think they should also look at why did we relate to people like Tupac and Nipsey so much. Like we, Tupac was a little bit of everything and we we love to see that on mainstream. Somebody out there being, thug life tatted on his chest, being authentically himself, saying F the police, doing all of that and still succeeding. So I don't like that people try to take that away from us. Um, people have been acting crazy at concerts lately. What's the last concert you've been to? Oh, what's the last concert? I, I just went to, I went to, I was at Rolling Loud. That's the first one popped in my head. Rolling oh, okay. Loud. All right. Rolling Loud is an amazing example of this. Fans have been doing new stuff. Like back in the day, remember they used to throw their drawers on the stage? Yeah. They're not doing that anymore. They're throwing like their cell phones on the stage, which could be super dangerous. Which is dumb. Super dumb. Um, so they're throwing their phones on stage. Um, Little Wayne went off the other day. <laughs> was pretty much asking the crowd to point out who threw something. So my question is, like, when you're at these concerts, like, what what draws the line between being, like, a super fan and, like, now you're putting people in danger and how should artists react to that type of thing? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that if you're coming to enjoy the show, come to enjoy the show. If you're coming and you plan on throwing something. So if, say if I'm with you and we together and we at the show, we having a good time, and you was like, I'm about to throw something at his motherfucking head. I'm going to tell you who. Don't do that. Because if you do that and they look at us, I'm pointing at you. Because, because why would you, why would you, who does that? Who does that? Who deliberately wants to throw something at somebody? Well, why are y'all paying to see people to throw stuff at them? Well, some people pay, some people are paying just to come fuck shit up for other people. Oh, y'all got too much money and time. No, nah, it's not hands. that. So, I mean, some people get a lick. Some people get a rise off of making other people uncomfortable. No, I, yeah, I, 
I'm gonna leave that for another time because I make white people uncomfortable on purpose. I say racist things around them. But anyway, Kodak Black is donating 50k worth of water to Haiti because they are beefing the gangs and the police are beefing and it's causing like um, the people in the neighborhood to not be able to get resources. So he's sending over a bunch of water to make sure everybody has water in their house. I think that that guy Jason Whitlock should match Kodak's fifty thousand dollars since hip hop does so wrong. He should match Kodak's fifty thousand. And so, I think he should restock Gunner's store in his school. Yeah, he should, because Gunner's in jail. Like, listen, brother, I'm all about, I will shut up if you're going to do it. Amen. So I think that guy, Jason Whitlock, should match Kodak's $50,000. Please. Like, that would be wonderful. And if he can't afford it, then have Fox and the, the network he's on do it. Don't hit me with no bullshit, because Kodak Black is actually doing something. Uh, we're not. We are... We are not what? We are not one thing. I have a frustrated side. I also have an ignorant side. I also have an educated side. We are not just one thing. So for me, it's like, if I say some ignorant shit and it goes viral, are you mad at me because my ignorant shit went viral? Mm. Or are you mad at the people because they didn't celebrate my intelligence shit? Mm. Don't blame the fucking man. Blame the fans that are eating it up. But you can't because you don't know them. You don't understand their struggle. So I would just challenge that guy to do that. Amen. Shout out to Kodak. Once again, thank you, Ray, for sitting with me. It's always a pleasure. Let's get it. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.